Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. If you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story does follow with an update, and it's from Confident Face 5385 titled, Would I be the arsehole if I send an email to my half-sister? My elder sister is estranged from us. She was the scapegoat and I was the golden child. I was a spoiled brat and I rubbed it in. She was still a great elder sister. She was there for when I needed it and she protected me when I fucked up. I didn't deserve that at all. She cut us all off when I was 17. She had written me a letter where she explained that she loved me, but she couldn't have me in her life without my presence reminding her of how shitty they were to her. It has been eight years. I have respected her wishes because I had truly started to understand how horrible our parents were, and I'm sure I will never properly get how bad it was for her. I have wanted to see how she was doing. I've heard about her from mutual friends because I really miss her, but I understand why she wants the distance. She was always compared to me. She was constantly criticized about things that were not in her control. I was a little shit and loved how much they cared about me. They adored me while trampling down on her. It must have been hell. Pure hell for her and I was the tool used to hurt her. Last month, my boyfriend had a Zoom company conference. I was dropping off some snacks for him when I saw it was my sister speaking. It brought back a lot of memories. I really miss her. I really do. I've been thinking about her a lot. I want to send her an email asking her how she has been, telling her I realized how shitty my parents were and apologizing for my actions and that I cut them out of my life too. I just want to tell her that I really wish that she is happy and she was able to move past what hurt they caused. I really hope that she is happy and I want her to be happy even if I have no place in her life. Would that be too much? I talked to one of our old mutual friends who knew some of what went down and she thinks it would be too much and I should just move on and forget about it. I still want to send it to her. I know it is selfish. I should just ignore all these emotions and let her live in peace. That mail could drag back so many bad memories and I don't want to hurt her again. I still want to send it to her. That is what makes me an asshole here, I feel. I want to try and text her when she told me not to. Now, I think the way you explain this story, you, you're, you're not trying to like say, oh, you need to be back in my life kind of thing. I need you back in my life. You're saying that you love her. You hope she's happy. If she doesn't want to be part of your life anymore, that's okay. But you're just wishing her happiness and showing that, you know, you are sorry. You realize what she truly went through. And I think in some way she may appreciate that. And I don't think it'd be a bad thing to send it in my opinion. She will have the choice to read or ignore it. But I'm sure many people could feel totally different ways about this one. But have plushy will talk says no one's an asshole here. If you send a caring email with no guilt in or expectation of contact, she's within her rights to not respond or to reiterate her don't contact me boundary. But you are within your rights to ask, in my opinion. 
as the elder estranged sister of golden child siblings. She might never be okay to see you again and that sucks, but that's not on you. That will be what your parents have put on you. The repercussion you have to carry, like your sister, carries her trauma. What's my password says not the asshole. One email with all your contact information and let her know that you have disowned your parents and that you clearly see what they did to her and how damaging it was. Tell her you apologize for your actions. Let her know that you love and miss her and want to be a part of each other's lives whenever she is ready. If she feels it should be joint therapy or a coffee or a local shop, tell her you will not attempt to contact her again after this. Eight years is a long time. IF404 says, I think the fact that you're wanting to express remorse, hoping that she's happy and not trying to push your way back into her life, but accepting you may never have a place in her life would not make you an asshole for sending a message eight years on. No one's an asshole here. You certainly were one in the past, but doesn't sound like you are now. Slate Money says not the arsehole. As long as you accept one, her life might be happier without you, and two, a non-response means her answer is no. Hit send on that email only when you're ready to give her complete control over what happens next. If she doesn't respond to your email, don't follow up by asking your mutual friends, your boyfriend, or her co-workers to talk to her. Don't find out where she lives, don't stalk her on social media, and don't hang around your boyfriend's Zoom calls. But also don't beat yourself up. You aren't a bad person, or a worse person if your sister doesn't want to reconcile with you. If she does respond, listen. Even if she says things you don't want to hear, don't make the conversation about yourself or try to equate your suffering with hers. Be prepared for the possibility that you two will reconnect, but she will later decide to go low contact or no contact again. Focus on making her feel loved and listened to because that's what her family failed to provide for her for the first 25 years of her life. BZ says not the asshole. Tell her exactly what you wrote. I'm sorry all this happened to you and your sister. Hope she will understand and you can mend your relationship. And one more from Dying Insect who says no one's an asshole here, but I wouldn't do this. As others have said, this is about your guilt and your wishes and not hers. I don't think you'd be an asshole at all, but you would be potentially stirring up a whole load of trauma for her. And that would be just awful. I feel for you both. And an interesting take on that last comment there as well. So let's move straight on to the update to see what that says. So update, I received a lot of very helpful advice. I wrote a short email telling my sister that I wished her well. I apologized for my behavior when we were living together and told her that I've, I've cut off our parents and that I will love to be a part of her life if she wants me to, but I do understand if she doesn't want to. I sat on it for a week and sent it to our mutual friend. She read the email and she said that she had talked about it with my sister and she was willing to read it. Nothing happened for two weeks, but then she started to follow me on Instagram. I got so excited that my boyfriend was worried about me for a second. I have a photography page and she liked a really old photo, so I know she was browsing my account. She texted me a day later and we finally talked. I talked to her after eight years. It was pretty emotional and yeah, it was fine. She's coming over to meet me next month. I'm excited for it. She hasn't really changed and it makes me feel terrible. The first thing she asked me was how they treated me after she left. I don't know how I was so terrible to this wonderful woman. It is funny. She ended up being the perfect daughter they wanted me to be, and I ended up being a bi-college dropout with a career in flighty art stuff. Funny how that turned out. Oh, it's one of those posts where I get a little bit emotional at the same time. The thought of like eight years later, these two coming together and potentially, hopefully, building their sibling relationship back up is an absolutely amazing thing. 
And I got no doubt there's going to be some hurdles in the way, you know, some tricky conversations about the past that they're going to have to talk about. But hopefully it'll be a bonding experience at the same time for them. Anyway, what do you guys make of this story? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from FastPick8533 titled, Am I the asshole for demanding my wife to pay back the money that she owes? I, 39 male, and my wife, 38 female, met through an online video game. She works from home and spends time playing on her break. She spends most of her free time playing the video game into the evenings and on the weekend. I don't mind that she has a hobby that she enjoys, but I have noticed friends and family commenting on how much she plays. The game has nine characters and each character has their own weapons, costumes, and even cool taunts. I have no idea how much she has spent on the video game as she never tells me. I do let her use my credit card to use if she wants to purchase small things. I was checking the credit card statement and saw that transactions ranging from $100 to $1,000, adding up to a balance of $3,000. I did call the credit card company to see if someone falsely charged the card. When I confronted my wife, she started crying and claims that she didn't realize that she was charging the card. I was extremely disappointed and demanded that she pay the amount that was owned. She got upset with me and thinks I'm being unfair and should give her a pass. She has been very quiet and won't look at me when I try to talk to her. Am I the asshole for demanding my wife to pay back the money that she owes? Now, assuming as husband and wife, you've agreed to have your money separately. I know some couples that do that as well even though I think legally, you know, if one passes away, the money goes to them or whatever, whatever, but they have their money separately in different bank accounts still. Got no problem with that, but she's used your money here to spend on game items, which, which you didn't know about, so she basically owes you that money back, in my opinion. But I also think, and it has to be mentioned, I think there's greater things at play here. I was trying to work out what game it was and I couldn't because there's so many with like different costumes and taunts and stuff like that that you can buy these days. I was thinking first it might be WoW, but I'm not sure. I haven't played that game in a long time. I don't know if you can buy custom taunts and stuff. But I also hate to say it, but it feels like, you know, she may have a bit of an addiction spending that much on, you know, on video game characters without discussion seems like a big leap to me and it seems like there's greater things at play but i may be wrong there but let's check out some comments definitely not the arsehole from me but aaron truant says not the arsehole gotta say i don't understand when husband and wife talk about their money as if it wasn't a common pool but spending a large amount of your common resources in a luxury is something that should be agreed between you it sounds like your wife is addicted to this game i think that for both your sakes it might be a good idea to get some help for addiction Vodka Philosophy says, not the asshole. she needs to pay the money back in its entirety, even if it's done in installments. She also needs to stop playing the game entirely and get into therapy for a possible gaming addiction, as well as the lying, because she knew damn well that she was being charged and she knew what card was linked to the account. And she also needs to learn healthy communication habits in therapy, because the silence and refusing to look at you are nothing more than her trying to manipulate you into letting her get away with what she did. Hurley Pearly says not the asshole. I play online games or shop online and use my partner's card because I don't have one. I keep track meticulously and I always pay him back unless we come to different arrangements. The only times I spent money by accident was when I was drunk, but as soon as I realized I paid up. Also, it seems like she might have a problem. If she's playing enough for everyone around her to notice and say something, then it probably isn't healthy, even if it doesn't bother you especially since it's now started to directly affect you and your finances. That's usually a good sign that it's become an addiction, not just a hobby. 
OJ Sarge says, not the asshole, but your wife sounds like she might have an addiction to this game. Spending that much money. This needs to be nipped in the bud and she most likely needs some sort of counseling. And one more question from Upstairs Series who says, do you share finances of, or have your own separate finances? To which OP replies saying, we have two different credit cards, but have them linked on the same account. When the statement comes in, I can see all the charges from hers and mine. As for finances, we have the same bank, but different accounts. We do have one shared account for emergencies only. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Story. And our next story comes from Cool Kitchen 2, titled, Am I the Arsehole for Speaking to My Husband's Niece Despite Family Fallout? I just need to see if I'm the arsehole or not. My husband has two bio nieces and a bio nephew from his sister. His sister is married and her husband added two step nephews and a step niece. They've been married for close to a decade now. Her oldest daughter was 13 and his oldest son was 15. Two years ago, they revealed to everyone that they had been dating for more than a year. Everyone was disgusted and shocked, except me. They had always said they weren't siblings. They didn't bond or get along when they lived in the same house. Neither used step-sibling or sibling to describe each other. It was always mum's stepson or dad's stepdaughter or even a longer-winded version of it. So to me, that was that. Not siblings. Maybe a little awkward if they break up for everyone else, but they're adults, so fine. I am the only person who feels this way. Everyone has all but cut them off, including my husband. He doesn't get how I can be okay with it. He says they're siblings. I told him they have never had that kind of relationship. They were strangers with tension as teens and didn't talk for years after that. When I was a teenager, it wasn't totally uncommon for kids in my school or social circles to end up overlapping dating a boy or a girl that the parents were dating. It wasn't all the time, I won't say that, but I did know people whose parents were married who were also together or even married, even as teens. It's only weird if they were seen as raised together from a younger age. My best friend brother is married to a woman who is technically their stepsister. The parents married when both were in secondary school. I feel like maybe culturally there is a very different perception of these dynamics from the UK, where I'm from, to the US, where I live and my husband is from because we don't necessarily say step-siblings are siblings. Sometimes people don't even use familial titles. Maybe it's even just the town I grew up, but either way, this is nothing to me, so I still talk to them. My husband's family aren't happy. My husband isn't either, but he's befuddled by my lack of disgust too. 
My sister-in-law is especially pissed. She told me I am disgusting for condoning incest. I said to me, it's not incest. It's also not illegal like they have claimed. I did check. Am I the asshole? And we're going to start straight away with Erwin on this one saying, not the asshole. The two people dating are not related to each other at all. So there is no taboo against them being together. It is definitely not incest. I could see the point if it was a step-parent and step-child. Although that isn't incest, it is weird because of parental dynamics. Two people of the same age should not be banned from dating just because their parents did though. Faux offense says not the arsehole. You're actually a good person for not passing judgment on actions of two young adults, especially when they have made it perfectly clear that they don't recognize each other as siblings. Others are perhaps a little bit of arseholes for disregarding what these kids are saying about their relationship. Sounds a bit like, oh, we are the adults so we know much better, that we do not need to even hear the teens out before we pass verdict on the morality of their souls. And Lorraine Noir says, not the arsehole, the parents thought they were raising the Brady Bunch, but were totally clueless that they'd end up with their very own share in Josh. Those two step-sibs never considered each other as siblings, they're not genetically related in any way. The parents just need to relax and look at the situation logically. Peanut Buttercups 56 says, not the arsehole, it's not incest. If your husband and his family want to cut them off, then that's weird. Why does the whole family know you're contacting them if they've cut them off? I guess your husband told them. And one more from Lanatria256 who says, not the arsehole, they're not blood related. It's not incest. They're not related. Why are people so freaked out? Oh yeah, because it, it breaks their big family photo. That's the only reason. They're more worried about what people may say than seeing two people happy. They're not related. They're not brothers. So what would be the problem? If this would be the parents of two teenagers dating and start dating, nobody would be blinking an eye. Now, what do you guys make of this one? That's a bit of a confusing one at parts there. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled, am I the asshole for asking my wife not to cook for me anymore? My 30 male wife, 26 female is a disaster in the kitchen. She leaves a huge mess behind after she's done with cooking. She uses a zillion utensils even to make a coffee. Don't ask me how, it's an unsolved mystery. Today, she said she learned this new recipe from her mum and went into the kitchen to prepare it. When she was done, it turned out to be vodka pasta. Hmm. It tasted horrible because she added an entire bottle of vodka. She also put too much salt and it ended up tasting like salt with pasta on the side rather than pasta seasoned with salt. So I told her to make whatever she wants only for herself and never for me and also to clean up the kitchen after she's done cooking. To add, I've always cooked for us ever since we got married. I don't even mind cooking for her. She has no reason to cook for both of us. She says she wants to learn to cook. So I told her to make herself food and I'll taste a bit and tell her where she could do better. Am I the arsehole? And there's a couple of little edits which give additional information and we need to consider that before we move into the comments as well because they may be before the edits. And before I do go into the edits, I just like Googled vodka pasta. I've never heard of it before, but it's a, it's a thing. But <laughs> edit says, I work as a chef at a restaurant and I work nearly 12 hours a day. So I have just enough time to get as much work done as possible at home and then go to sleep. When my wife cooks, the food turns out to be inedible and it ends up in the trash. Then I have to clean it up, cook again, and then clean up once again. So it's so much work for me. She refuses to go to a cooking class too. I don't have time to teach her. Edit two, she boiled the pasta in vodka and water. Then she made the sauce with more vodka. 
Her logic was that since the vodka is one of the important ingredients, adding more of it would make it taste better than the given recipe. She didn't realize that the vodka makes food bitter when added in large quantities. Now, although the, the question itself could be, it could come across a little bit rude, couldn't it? It could maybe come across a little bit rude, just saying, I don't want you to cook for me no more. But it almost sounds like wife isn't doing herself no favors. I mean, she isn't following like recipe instructions, refusing to go to a cooking class, although wanting to learn cooking and just leaving the place a mess after she cooked as well, which is just leaving more work for OP to do. So I can get the frustration in this. And vodka flavored pasta has just got me like, ooh, that sounds rough. And I kind of wanted to go down the path of, you know, she was trying to learn to cook and all that sort of stuff, but I just can't because she's not helping herself in the situation. But Phoenix Dream says not the asshole. All the comments here bashing the husband for being rude, but none seem to notice that the wife creates a mess but doesn't bother to clear it. If she is learning to cook and makes a disaster, it's her responsibility to clear it up as well. You don't make a mess and then leave it someone else to clean it all up. If you want to learn to cook, you should first understand that cleaning is a major part of it. Also, she doesn't want cooking classes. She can't follow a recipe given to her. He works 12 hours and does all the cooking and cleaning the kitchen for them. This incident doesn't seem to be the first one to happen either. I can see why he's losing it now and is sounding rude. Frustration can do that to you. No Construction says, after reading your edit, I'm 100% sure you're not the arsehole. You have to clean her mess, cook again, then clean again, and she refuses to take classes knowing you're too exhausted to teach her. As well, I find it weird that she doesn't clean up after herself or even clean after you cook to divide the labor evenly. You can't be expected to clean her mess, cook, clean again, and teach her all while she probably won't help do any of the cleaning, but loves doing the eating. As well, you can't be expected to put in all the work like this. There are tons of ways for her to educate herself on cooking. You're not responsible for teaching an adult woman a basic living skill. I mean, really, she could watch videos, shows, read books. There are so many resources for her to use if she's too embarrassed of taking a class. People are being too hard on you in the comments, man. Just because she's your wife doesn't mean you have to hold her hand on something she's capable of doing on her own. She's an adult. She can do things for herself. Also, if she cooked for herself, she'd be wasting a lot less food on her mess ups. Just saying. And one more from Playful Technology One who says, not the asshole. Cooking involves cleaning up as you go. She could have asked for help. She could have helped you as you cook. And she could have gone to her mum's to learn and cook that vodka pasta. I just feel like she's trying on a whim. Now, how would you feel if you was OP in this situation? Would you feel frustrated? Or would you want to help, you know, wife cook? Although he's struggling with time himself. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from Electronic Age 947 and before we get into it, in the story it has someone who's in a pretty bad way from cancer. So I just want to throw that out there in case you want to use the timestamps, please feel free to use them. That's what they're there for. And it's titled, Am I the Arsehole for Refusing to See My Dad Even Though He Is Really Sick? I'm two years older than my brother. When I was about to go to college, they said they didn't have the money and it massively fucked up my plans because they have a high income, so I can't get aid and scholarships. I moved out. I started working because I want to save up before going to college. I started college the same year as my brother did. I always assumed my brother was loading up on debt by going to a really expensive private school. I saw a story posted bragging about having his schooling paid for by our parents. I texted him and he said he was just bragging online, but I asked my mum and she is not a good liar and she fessed up that they were paying for it. It still makes me really fucking angry. 
I have better grades, I have a better application, but all of that doesn't matter. Nothing I ever do fucking matters. I have not visited home since that day. I work so fucking hard for my grades, I just don't understand why they don't care. I did all the right things and they still care more about my brother. My dad is sick, he has cancer, it is pretty bad. My mum is begging me to come back and see him, he is upset too. My brother called me and yelled at me for being a horrible daughter who is a greedy bee. I am worried sick for him but I can't put myself through visiting him. I am just barely holding on emotionally but I know they need my support and I'm being a huge asshole by not doing it. Yonikami says, not the asshole, your parents treated you as if you were lesser than your brother. You have no obligation to see your dad. Starchy Tuba replies that one saying, I agree, but OP seems like a compassionate person and not seeing her dad may be something that haunts her down the line. OP, you are not the asshole whatever you decide, but really think about the long-term impact on you. Possibly there is a half measure of sending your dad care packages and cards, but not engaging fully so that you don't get conned into becoming a main caregiver or offering blanket forgiveness that you are not ready to give. Then you can look back with fewer regrets since you showed compassion and kindness. Soul Piece 2 says, not the arsehole. Don't want to say it, but maybe sexism. Double Stitch says, not the arsehole. What your father is experiencing is the consequences of his own lies and favoritism. The family is toxic and your brother is downright abusive. Greedy. That's first-rate psychological projection there. Do what's best for your mental health. You might want to check out the sub r slash estranged adult child. And regarding the Redditors who think you'll be racked with regret later, the red flags are all over this. OP will likely be subjected to more verbal and emotional abuse if she goes. Edit. Another thought. These relatives may be trying to hit up OP for free labor. Nothing in the description says he's on his deathbed. If the doctors decide he has six months to live, then he would qualify for hospice assistance. Right now, he's just pretty sick, which can mean they want help with bedpans, bathing, rise to medical appointments, and they don't want to pay a professional. Maybe because daughter doesn't deserve an education, but it's daughter's duty to pitch in when the parent's health fails. Those two outdated beliefs often go together. Tip Top C says not the asshole, but I worry from how you frame the end of this post that you will come to regret this later if you lose your father and do not see him beforehand. Please consider carefully what you need here. They have let you down terribly with their favoritism. This is extremely cruel and I have to assume rank misogyny. But we sometimes still love those who wrong us. And so I would suggest you think carefully about whether you want to let their bad behavior rob you of any chance at time with your father. Don't listen to their raging, ignore any attempts at pressure, but think about what you need here and then act accordingly. My sympathies, OP. This is a hard hand to be dealt. Trying to do better says not the asshole. It's hard letting go of that feeling like you owe them. You do what's right for yourself. I would be very upset too. And one more from Amelia who says, I'm so sorry for how it sounds like this is all played out. It's totally unfair for your parents to pay for your younger brother's education with no support for yours. If you're okay with low slash no contact with your family, you should stick to it. Realistically, it doesn't matter what your brother, mother or father say about you not visiting your sick father. It's really up to you whether you want to see him or not. If you're okay not seeing him before he passes, then don't. You should focus on what will make you feel good about yourself at the end of the day. Not the arsehole. And there seems to be very two sides to that comment of like just not visiting him at all or people saying you may regret it because they sound like quite a compassionate person. And while some people are saying, you know, don't listen to those people who are saying visit him for yourself, 
I, I was kind of in that same boat, I got to admit it. And it was just the feeling that I was getting from the post that the way OP sounds towards the end there. That whilst they, you know, that they're, they're not happy with their parents, but they're worried sick for him. Um, and they're just barely holding on emotionally. And I know visiting him could be bad for OP, but also not visiting could be equally as bad. And like other comments said, I don't think OP, for whatever they choose, they wouldn't be the arsehole in this situation. But for their own mental state, what is best for them? And I think only OP can truly decide that. But what do you guys make of this story? Let me know your thoughts below if you choose to share them. And just a huge thank you for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today, getting involved with the channel. It really does mean the world and you make a huge difference in what you do. You truly, truly do. And I can never express that enough. Thank you so much, guys. I hope, I hope you enjoy your Saturday and have a wonderful day. Much love to you. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.